And welcome to The Real Money Show, hosted by Guildhall Wealth Management. This is a show about the incredible potential of owning physical gold, silver, natural fancy color diamonds, and what they can do to protect and make you money in these turbulent times. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver one eight seven seven eight silver Real simple. The website, therealmoneyshow.com. Got Paul Wiseman here as well as Jeremy Wiseman and Darren Long, Senior Analyst uh, with Guildhall. We're going to be talking about precious metals. As always, we get a market update. And a reminder, uh, when you're on the website, sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor. Uh, it's information you need to know, and there's something in that regard as far as diamonds are concerned, which we will get to later in the show. And uh, welcome, guys. How are you? The market update, Darren. Good, John. How you doing? Yeah, man. Good. Good. The market update. This has been a good week for gold and silver. They actually rebounded in price, and as we're taping the show on Friday... The price of gold is trading in a range of 1320. It's up for the third consecutive day, uh, and silver is following the trend up at the 2010 range, also trading uh, in tandem with gold. And this week was good for both metals. They managed a small improvement week over week. The gains uh, were due most in part to geopolitical tensions that continue uh, predominantly because of the situation in uh, Crimea with uh, Ukraine and Russia and what it means to the West. You had a lot of dovish sounds from the Fed and the very poor export data from China this week, which also led to concerns about the Chinese and global economy. Now, that just means that maybe the Chinese economy might clip along at 4% instead of 8%, which is still a fairly major gain. Now, the minutes were released this week on Wednesday from the Federal Reserve's policy meeting, and it showed that most of the officials were not keen on increasing interest rates anytime soon, which is also supporting gold and silver at this point in time. Low interest rates, which uh, cut the opportunity cost of holding non-yield, uh, non-yielding bullion above other assets, have been a real important factor driving prices higher in recent years. These real interest rates, which are set to remain negative for the foreseeable future, are also going to keep bullion very buoyant. So this week we're looking at the fundamentals what they're telling us about the market and the underpinnings of change. And we're going to talk a little bit about the stock market. Uh, We're going to be discussing a little bit about recession and things that we're seeing in the marketplace. But mark my word, we are seeing the very underpinnings occurring right now of a move forward in both gold and silver. And I wouldn't want to wait if I'm an investor for silver to hit, say, 23 or $24. If I knew these were happening and I'm thinking about getting in these markets and protecting my wealth, making some money, uh, that's what we do here. That's what we go to bed thinking about, and we get up thinking about how to make our clients money. So gold and silver, great weeks and doing very well right now. The interesting thing is is that the stock market in the U.S., for example, the Dow and the NASDAQ, is starting to come off. You can't have all markets all buoying at the same time. The stock market has been up for quite some time. Housing has been up. Gold and silver has been basically very static. Now you're seeing the stock market, especially the Dow, come off especially the uh, biochemical stocks, uh, a lot of the internet stocks were very, very overpriced and are still overpriced and are going to come off, uh, you know, with some of the uh, gurus are talking as much as 20% correction in the NASDAQ and as much as that in the Dow and the S&P. This will give gold and silver the spur that it really needs to move up. Um, so far this year, gold's up about 10%. It's up 1.2% this week alone. Uh, it's an unbelievable investment, extremely, extremely cheap. You know, trading in the 1320 range, support level was actually at 1280. Uh, very, very strong support. 1320, we've been holding very, very strong. Uh, last year I called, I thought gold would go to $2,000. I thought silver would hit easily $50. It didn't happen because everything went into the stock market because of the cheap money and the money the Fed was cheap, was printing at an unbelievable rate. We had QE in the States uh, and an incredible amount of money, $85 billion a month was purchased in bonds and other things that actually went to the banks. The banks got the benefit of all this money, cheap money, cheap money, cheap money. It didn't trickle down to Joe Public. It never happened. Gold and silver right now at $20 silver, thirteen twenty gold is an unbelievable price. I mean, I've been buying myself this week. I thought it was an absolute steal. You've got what geopolitical uh, things happening in Ukraine. You know, you've got 40,000 Russian troops on the border. Um, You've got Kerry from the U.S., you know, just waving a big stick and nothing really is happening. So gold and silver will start to move. It's a great, great opportunity. At Guildhall, we only deal in physical product. We don't deal in paper. The markets that you're seeing trading right now, especially the stock market, is paper, inflated. It's the 
basically, you know, the emperor's got no clothes. We've been saying it for quite some time that this bubble is about to burst, and I think it's going to burst very, very quickly. If you've been getting dividends of 3 4%, but you start to lose 10 15% of your actual capital in the stock market, you better be very careful. You work very hard for your money. Look at investing in gold, silver, and especially natural fancy-colored diamonds. One eight seven seven eight silver and the website therealmoneyshow.com. Darren, it would appear that uh, you know the stock market of late has been overbought. It looks like people are running back to or starting to silver and gold. Is that true? Well, just on the heels of what Paul was saying, you're absolutely right. Paul mentioned that it's gold is up almost ten percent this year, and it is starting. It's the starting point, not the final chapter, because we've been seeing a lot of pessimism in the industry and a lot of concern about where these two metals might or might not be heading. But with the benefit of hindsight, extreme pessimism against bullion often has led in the past to a very, very good bottom. It's been a harbinger of positive things to come. So the sort of pessimism is exactly how these bottoms are born. So far, this is playing out really nicely. Today, we're looking at a couple of charts. One is a daily and the other is a long-term weekly to help things be put into perspective. Now, although gold has pulled back a little bit after surging to the start of the year, momentum failed to reach any real oversold position. So when this happens, it generally remains a very bullish market. And then if you look at the other things that are contributing to demand and what is driving gold pricing, you'll look at global jewelry demand, for example. It's up 17% higher than last year, according to the World Gold Council. And it's now over, you know, 2.2 thousand tons. So, I mean, it's a lot there. Bar and coin investment surged about 28% during 2013. And it's the highest ever on record, despite the low prices. It means that the mentality towards gold and silver at the very high end in the financial media may still be pessimistic. And people are being told not to own these assets, perhaps. But the reality is everybody is buying them underneath, especially the ones that know and understand and are astute enough to follow uh, the team here at Guildhall as well as the real market news that's coming out of the rest of the global market. Now, we've been in a five-year bull market, and there has been periods of times where stock returns have been great, like more recently over the last three, four years. But ultimately, those tops all come in, and just like everything else, they have their day, and then there's pullback and correction. We think that this particular moment, the stock market is very overbought and it is an opportunity for people looking for alternative investment classes to jump on board gold and silver while those two metals have their opportunity to rally uh, in a pullback in the stock market. So yes, we definitely think that there's a correlation there and gold and silver are going to benefit from it. Well, you know, there, there's a, a plethora of news out there. One, uh, some of the headlines, one is uh, U.S. household to withdraw $430 billion out of the stock market this year. Another one is talking about reverse financing, where the majority of the middle class in the U.S. are starting to reverse finance their mortgage because the middle class are looking for extra cash. Um, you're seeing a lot of predictions about the U.S. Doll, uh, US stock market falling. Um, J.P. Morgan failed to hit targets for Q for Q1. Um, you know, looking at the at the U.S. dollar collapse, you're seeing a ton of articles coming out about that. The end of the petrodollar, uh, and then on, and then you see stuff like. Uh, India having massive imports for January, which are which almost hit their full imports from all of 2013. So there's a lot of messages out there basically leading to gold and silver. And uh, another example is that they're showing that the top um, top tier wealth in in the U.S. is at an all time high. Something like uh, 1,600 families controlling the same amount of wealth as the bottom uh, third. And uh, this is this is you know unsustainable at this point. The U.S. dollar is not doing well. All you have to do is open up a newspaper. All you have to do is go onto a website like Zero Hedge, and you can see the the state of the U.S. dollar. And people are starting. They need to start looking for a way to protect themselves, a way to be defensive in this type of market. Because remember, the way things are right now, it could be a bigger bigger uh, pullback in the stock market and a bigger collapse than we saw in 2008. And you have to ask yourself, are you prepared? one eight seven seven eight silver the website, therealmoneyshow.com. Tell me about the uh, guildhallwealth.com investment package, Paul or Darren, anybody. Darren? Well, this is a package that's going to include information about gold and silver, the reasons why we believe there is a good amount of uh, fundamental evidence to suggest that both are going higher and have been going higher 
it shows a little bit about what our firm does and the expertise that we bring to the table when you align yourself with a firm like ours. And that is to say you're getting liquidity in the investment, which means you can buy and sell. You're getting the opportunity to take some leverage in collateral financing if that's what you like to do in terms of speculating in the market. You're getting the opportunity to have color dime in your portfolio. And all of this is coming by way of the expertise that is involved in this panel every week on a weekly basis. We basically go to work every day and sleep, eat, breathe precious metals and color diamonds. And as a result, what we typically suggest is that when you're looking at a package like this, remember, if I wanted to get open heart surgery, would I choose to go to my general practitioner, meaning if I wanted investment advice, do I go to my bank and get the overall picture, or do I get the best damn heart surgeon possible? In other words, if I want to invest just in precious metals and colored diamonds, do I not go to the most expertise, uh, get the most expertise out there in the world? And the answer is simple. You go to Guildhall because that's where it is. You know, we've we've been in business since 2002 in uh, the precious metals markets uh, specifically, and, you know, we offer several different ways to get involved in the market. If you're very new to the market and you want to keep it very simple, all you have to do is give us a call. Uh, We'll give you some rates on physical bullion. Buy it. Take it home. If uh, if you're having a tough time carrying it out of our offices, you might want to start to think about the depository. Um, You know, we just uh, brought a client to the depository um, on uh, Friday or yesterday to show uh, the bullion, audit their bullion. Um, They were happy with the experience, happy to see the type of security we have there. And uh, that's available for anyone. You allocate your bullion, you can get your serial numbers, you can audit it whenever you want. You have as much access to it as you would if it was in the basement or in a safety deposit box. But it's fully insured, um, fully allocated. Uh, what you put in there is going to be what you take out of there in 20 years. And you have an access to the liquidity. At some point, you're going to want to sell. We're looking at one of the biggest wealth transfers in history. There's so much cash out there. And gold and silver are trading at a, a minimum to what cash is out there. Gold could be trading as much as $16,000 an ounce. We just don't know where it's going to be. But we do know that the fiat currencies are doomed to fail, that other countries around the world are starting to position themselves like on a chessboard for that imminent failure. And you have to start to say, okay, well, how am I going to take advantage of it? Well, owning assets is how you do it. And eventually you're going to want to sell those assets. That's what we allow clients to be able to do with the depository. And I, what, I, what I see happening, John, and the reason why so many people come to Guildhall is there is a sense of change in the middle class. The middle class is, for the first time in a very, very long time, decades, it's starting to shrink and condense in North America. And part of that is because we are seeing that large transfer of wealth happen. Many people that were rich or what we would consider uh, not to be uh, middle class, the top two, three, four percent of wealth, they were sheltered because they had enough to weather the storm. The average folk that invest every day in, in paper investments and mutual funds and stocks and try to balance their portfolio, make money for retirement. What's happening is they have the same dollar value they had five, six, seven years ago, and in many cases, a lot less. They're making the same amount of money or in many cases, a lot less but the cost of doing everything has gone way up. They're putting less into their important investments to mind their wealth and protect their wealth, and they're keeping cash in the bank because they're petrified they don't know what to do. About a trillion dollars sitting on the sideline, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about that condensing middle class and how we can turn that around and get wealthy again. We'll take a short break and get into the exact ways how you can start getting some natural fancy colored diamonds and gold and silver bullion into an investment for yourself. We're talking hard assets. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver the website, therealmoneyshow.com, and lots more of The Real Money Show coming up. And more of The Real Money Show. The number you need to know is one eight seven seven eight silver Very simple, therealmoneyshow.com. Also, if you're on a cell phone and you're not able to put in one eight seven seven eight silver, it's one eight seven seven eight seven four five eight three seven. So that's one eight seven seven eight seven four five eight three seven. The important thing is at Guildhall Wealth, we only sell physical gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Uh, as Darren. 
uh, mentioned earlier, you can buy gold and silver. You can take it home for home delivery. You can actually put it into a depository with us. The minimum order is two 100-ounce bars or 10 ounces of gold to be able to, to open an account. We also offer collateralized financing, and this is another way to get into the market where you can put up as little as 20%. For $7,000, you're still controlling 20 thousand dollars worth of metal, and instead of laying out $21,000, you're holding back $14,000 that you can keep in the bank, get interest on, which the banks don't really pay too much interest, but you can hold some of that money back. As an example, silver's trading at $20 today. For you to double your money, silver would have to go to $40. But by using collateralized financing, you're putting up, we charge a one-time commission. This allows you to trade as many times as you like within 24 months, buying, selling, buying, selling as the market goes up. Take advantage, sell off some product. On the dips you buy, this is how you make money in the market. There's a one-time commission on the product that you buy. You, for example, market moves up $7, you're putting in $7,000, give or take, you're going to double your money. Mm. The market goes to $34 from where we are now at twenty. You've, you know, you're making $14,000. If silver goes to $49, which we did May the 1st, 2011, you're looking at 1,000 ounces is going to make you, that $7,000 is going to make you $29,000, less some charges of interest or whatever, some small fees. But let's look at 5,000 ounces. If you've got $35,000 right now and you think silver's going to go to $49, you're looking to make, you know, around about $140,000. If that's the money you're looking to make, this is the investment for you. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver at realmoneyshow.com. I hate the R word, uh, Darren, but are we heading towards another recession? Well, we are talking about the middle class before the break, yep. and the truth is, Part of the reality is understanding what the uh, what the situation is underneath all of the headlines, and that is the truth, John. I believe we are heading towards another recession. If you look at the numbers, and we don't get a lot of uh, economic data in Canada, at least not like they have in the U.S., especially in the housing market, and it's uh, it's really really sad that we don't. But unfortunately, you got to fish for it. In the U.S., we look as the leading world economy. In January, for example, real disposable income in the U.S. experienced the largest year-over-year decline that they have seen since 1974. If you look at the latest figures from the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, it reveals that 62% of Americans earn $20 or less per hour. And I mean, if you look at the total numbers, the U.S. has close to about 130 million jobs. 18 million jobs pay less than $10 an hour, and 63 million of those pay between 10 to 20. These two segments alone make up 81 million jobs, so it's understandable why the two-income household is more of a necessity now rather than a luxury. Remember, there's a day and time when we didn't have to have two incomes in the house, but now it's a necessity. And unfortunately, that's the reality. It's becoming more of a reality. When I look around and talk to my friends that I grew up with, we are looking and comparing where they're heading, what they're investing in. And the truth is, most of them aren't investing because they're either too scared or they don't have the money. And that's a sad reality for me because it means that we're not protecting our futures. We need to be owning hard assets in order to do that right now. I, I see it as there's, there's two factors at play. Uh, Paul's mentioned one. Darren's mentioned uh, the other. One is, where do you put your money? Where, where are you going to put it that, it, that it, you, you're going to feel safe? Especially knowing where the stock market has come from to today, from 2008. It's, it has made a lot of gains. A lot of that, let's be honest, based on, on a lot of uh, printing of free money. Um, so on the one hand, you've got where do you put your money? On the other hand, you've got to say, well, where is there actual opportunity? And I think on the one hand, you see that with with precious metals, you've seen a lot of volatility, which makes it very difficult to to want to take that plunge and say, yep, that's the right market for me. How do you possibly invest in something that's 60% off the last high it was at? What is going to motivate you to say, I'm going to get into this market, 60% down is actually a bargain? And if you're going to do that in gold and silver, specifically silver here, if you're going to take advantage of that 60% discount, you've got to understand the fundamentals. There's a, there's a lack of silver out there. There's five times more gold than silver above ground. There's four times less silver today than there was 30 years ago. Um, it's used in every product from solar power to your iPad to uh, Band-Aids to water purification. It's in athletic clothing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
and the demand is is going crazy all around the globe, except maybe for you and your neighbor. So your taxi driver hasn't recommended it to you yet. That's when you know it's at the top. When they actually start recommending gold and silver on, on CNBC, it's over. Um, so be be a bit contrarian here. Look at the numbers. This market has always been up and down. It's always been bullish, but there's been major gains over the last 10 years. And again, Guildhall's been here the entire time. So understand the fundamentals. You'll see the opportunity. Request an investor kit and uh, look at the depository brochure we have. See the see the, the potential gains here and be one of the top people that make the money in this market. One eight seven seven eight silver or one eight seven seven eight seven four five eight three seven and the real money show dot com. Darren, it was something that I wanted to talk about a little bit earlier. But on that theme of what Jeremy was just discussing, we are at a standstill in terms of uh, new mines coming online for silver. There are none. Uh, you do have slight increases in existing production, but remember, about, give or take, 70 to 80% of the product that's coming out of the ground, silver that's being drawn out of the ground each year, is a result of mining in other metals. So gold, copper, lead, zinc. If those industries slow down like they have because of the crunch in prices in those commodities up until recently, then you get a pullback in the amount of silver being made available to the public. Now, what is happening is there is a huge shift in mentality and what used to be a physical market here in the West, especially in the 70s where we had coins in our pockets, we knew about the silver and coinage. When that all ended, we went to a paper mentality and we've never gotten off of that addiction. And that is what's transpiring in this day and age. People are addicted to their paper products. If it's not on paper, it's not a legitimate investment. And the reality is, once upon a time, hard assets were the only way to go. If you owned a stock, you got the certificate mailed to you. You physically had the share in your hand. No longer does that happen. And the reality is right now that when we look at what's happening uh, going forward, the situation hasn't changed. All that countless amount of money has been dumped into the world economy by all of the big countries around the world, and it's done virtually nothing but hold them from blowing up. And this type of science experiments in which we are the guinea pig waiting to be shot into outer space is the type of experiment where if you're on the right side of it with a good asset like silver and gold, in literally four or five months, you become you can become filthy rich. You can become wealthy. It's happened before in 1979 and 80. In a period of less than 90 days, there were more millionaires made because they invested in silver than in any other time in history. It's never been repeated, not in the tech, not in the big, huge real estate booms, not in the junk bond era of the 80s. It's never been duplicated before like it was in gold and silver. And that is slowly transpiring again. We've already seen a little tiny example of what silver can do. In less than a year, from 2010 to 2011, it rose from $18.00 all the way up to $49 an ounce. And the same people were involved. Everyday good investors like the people listening to the show, they bought silver and they watched the market go higher. And you've got to also understand, I mean, I'm not condoning that you go out and have 100% gold and silver diamonds in your portfolio. You need to have 20 25% just as a hedge against, you know, paper, your paper assets. I mean, you don't day trade your house. You really don't have to day trade gold and silver. It's a long hold you know, I'm not talking about buying it today, selling it at four o'clock. You don't have to do that. Um, you buy, you hold. As the market moves up, you take some money off the table. Smart thing to do. At Guildhall, we only sell the physical product. We don't sell paper. We don't sell equities. We don't sell futures. We don't sell options on futures. We don't sell certificates, which is, you know, a, a letter of saying that, well, we're promised to give you gold, try to go and go into a bank that offers you a certificate and go and ask for your gold and silver when you've bought a certificate. doesn't exist. We don't sell ETFs either. That's all paper traded. You buy the physical product. You buy gold, silver, and one of the metals I just love right now, and I'm going to mention it on the show, is palladium. Now, palladium is used in catalytic converters. It's trading right now at about $780 an ounce. Car sales are up in the States, about 16 million cars. Every car has a catalytic converter. It's made out of palladium. Two countries that produce palladium, Russia, 
Russia's sitting on a stockpile and they're going to play a little bit of hardball with the West right now. And the other country is South Africa. South Africa has problems with strikes and people, you know, their staff want more wages. So you're going to see the price of palladium, in my opinion, move up. You know, it won't go up 100%, but I can see it moving up 10, 15, 20% rather quickly. One eight seven seven eight silver and the website, therealmoneyshow.com. Jeremy. Yeah, speaking of the miners, and Darren mentioned it a bit earlier, you know, if we've been in a recession, you know, are we coming out of it? Are we going to have another one? I don't think we ever left. But prices have been going up for a decade. Cost of fuel, cost to buy equipment, cost to get something going um, when, it's, when it comes to mining. So it hasn't become a cheaper industry. I don't know an industry that's gotten cheaper over time. And so the cost to bring it out of the ground has only gone up as well. And I think where we're sitting right now in silver is is pretty much a, a bottom in, in silver. Anything under this is, is very short-lived. We've seen that time and time again. There's definitely a, a base where you can't pull it out of the ground for, for much cheaper than where it is now. A lot of mining companies are not profitable at this price. This is another consideration when you're looking at an asset, whether you want to own it. Hey, if, it, if it's not like gold, silver and gold are trading at seven times earnings here. It's trading at what it almost costs to take out of the ground. So there's definitely, um, some pro, there's definitely an opportunity in there. And when we're looking at the charts we can see that silver's next destination could be as high as $100. So are we going to wait till it's at $50 to finally believe? Seeing is believing a lot of the time, and most people don't get in until they see a much, much bigger move. And unfortunately, you're not going to make as much money. You want to get in early. So why not consider maybe splitting the difference? Oh, you know what? I'm not invested yet. I'm thinking of getting in if I see silver break 50. Well, why don't you buy it at the, at the price it costs to mine it right now? Get in, get some today, and maybe buy some more once once you've already made some money in the market. The interesting thing is as well, we've been in the business since 2002. Silver was trading at $3.80. Gold was $250. You know, customers purchased silver at 380 and gold at 250 They snuck home, never told anybody because, you know, it was a depressed market. But when silver went to $49, did they tell all their neighbors how smart they were? When gold went to, you know, 1900 and change, they all made money. Every birthday, I have two grandkids. I give my grandkids an ounce of gold. I've been doing it. My granddaughter will be eight uh, next month. I've been every birthday giving an ounce of gold. I started off when gold was $500 an ounce. You know, even if we're trading at $1,300 an ounce, the kid's got $10,000. If I had to give the kid $500 on each birthday, she'd have had $400. The same as my grandson. He's six years old. He'd have had 3000 Instead, he's got almost 8000 And that's at a depressed price of $1,300. Smarten up out there. Own hard assets. Get into gold and silver. Give us a call. Get the investment package. You want to open an account? You want to use collateralized financing? We'll hold your hand through the whole process. The worst thing about that is my birthday was in February, so I've obviously missed the boat. Well, you got something. (laughs) Thank you, sir. We'll take a short break and get into a very cool part of the show, which is natural, fancy-colored diamonds. Paul, you have something sitting beside me that is absolutely stellar and gorgeous, and I would keep it away from my sneaky fingers. But we'll take a short break. Uh, The number to start in investing, which you should, 1-877-8-SILVER, and the uh, website, therealmoneyshow.com. The number to call to start investing with The Real Money Show, one eight seven seven eight silver The website is therealmoneyshow.com. Paul, let's talk about diamonds, natural, fancy-colored diamonds. Absolutely, John. Um, we sent out the Precious Metal Advisor this week, and we were actually promoting a diamond, which I brought in. It's a two-carat, fancy, intense, internally flawless, unbelievable stone. You can see the <laughs> color, crazy. the sparkle, the scintillation. This stone is appraised at around about $105,000. We have it on our website for $63,000. Um, we did a seminar the Saturday before last, and for the whole month of March, we did a thing called March Madness, to which coincided with the basketball. And all of our prices were including the HST, or any tax, whether you you know, we're in, a, in this province or out of the province. We included the tax in the price. It was unbelievable. If you go to our website, guildhalldiamonds.com, you'll see how many diamonds are sold, how many diamonds are on hold. It's not mythical, uh, mythic wear, 
we actually do sell the product. And a, a congratulations to all the clients that bought diamonds. They got unbelievable prices and unbelievable diamonds. But this diamond is one of my favorite diamonds. It's from my own collection. I can see why. And uh, it's just stunning. It's two carat. It actually looks like a two and a half carat. It's a radiant, which... Um, it's got square cut corners, which makes it look even larger than it is. The diamond is just magnificent. And this is the type of stone that will go up in value over the next four to five years. It will easily double in value um, because it's a diamond that is incredible. We can't even find intense diamonds right now. We're getting fancies and we've got a lot of vivids that we've purchased over a period and we're actually bringing out over our own inventory the even inventory that I own, my own collection, I have to put stones up on the website to keep the product going. This stone is magnificent, and as I said, this would be an unbelievable stone. We are going to carry on the promotion that we ran for March Madness, where every diamond that you buy will include the HST. This stone is appraised at $105,000. It's for $63,000. That is including the HST, which is an unbelievable price. The other exciting news that I have to tell you about, we just purchased a parcel of stones, um, some fancy internally flawless yellows. One of the stones we also purchased was a 0.25 argyle pink Mm. vivid, which is almost, when I saw the diamond... It's a purplishly pink. I thought it was a red. Now, red diamonds are the most expensive diamonds in the world, and this diamond is a VVS2, which means it's very, very slight inclusion. So it, this is an unbelievable stone. We've just sent it out, actually, to be appraised. I don't expect it to be up on the website for long. Um, first come, first served. And again, we will sell you this diamond, including the HST and the price. Unbelievable. We have... Call us because we do have some fancy yellows as well that you can get into the market for around about thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars. Starting off with uh, a one hundred three fancy yellow internally flawless is in the package, a one point two three radiant that's in the package cushion rather a 1.25 a 1.30 and a 1.31 these five stones are magnificent and they're starter stones that you can get in into this unbelievable investment the number is one eight seven seven eight silver and the real money show.com jeremy tell me about the buyer's guide this is something you need to have before you move forward right yeah we we actually offer two different uh types of of um materials one for clients who are looking at colored diamonds for the mm-hmm. first time, teach them about the market, why why we believe and why the market's starting to come around and find out about this hidden secret of why colored diamonds are doing so well. Then we also have a 10-step buyer's guide. This is really more for people who are, are becoming more serious about purchasing. They're maybe looking around. They want to make sure that they're going to get the right diamond. A lot of people, when they buy colored color diamonds or any diamond, there's an insecurity in terms of, did I get the right one? Have I managed to buy something of value? How, do, how can you determine these things if you're not a professional? Well, just like you would have a real estate agent who says, you know, look, make sure that this gets checked, that gets checked, make sure this is in your contract. That That's what we do at Guildhall. That's what this 10-step guide does. What it's going to do is it's going to say, look, here's what, here's what a, a, a reputable diamond company should have. Here's what a colored diamond should have in terms of what it's going to come with so that you can help make sure that you're buying the best quality diamond possible. Look, you might not buy your diamond with Guildhall. You might buy it somewhere else. You might be buying just a piece of jewelry for the first time. This will help you. So the buyer's guide is there for people who are looking to take the plunge, and we find that we have found that it's been a very useful tool for our clients, even just for them to be able to appreciate what it is that we do have on, up on our site and what we do have when they come to the, come to the office and, and look at the diamonds for the first time. Paul, I think a big piece of insurance is the fact that you've said uh, countless times that over four decades, these things have never gone down. In yeah, since they've been keeping records from... Uh, uh, wholesalers and manufacturers from auction houses, natural fancy color diamonds have never dropped in price in 40 years through recessions, hmm. uh, through good times, bad times, even in the worst of times in 2007, 2008, they actually went up in price. Um, natural fancy colored diamonds come in all types of colors, yellows, pinks, blues, greens, uh, orange, red is the most rarest colored diamond out there. Uh, in some cases, a red 
For example, 30 years ago, you could have bought a one-carat red for $30,000. Try to buy one today for a million, eight, two million dollars. If you're lucky and you won't find a VS, you'll get SI1, SI2. The Argyle mine, which most of the reds are coming from right now, as well as the pinks, they produce one-tenth of one percent of colored diamonds of, of pinks. Um, they, you know, and they sell 90% of the world's pinks. And one-tenth of one percent is, is actually what comes out of that mine. We only sell in Argyle or any pink diamonds, we only sell VS quality, which means that's a very slight inclusion. Every GIA that we have is a full GIA, not a half GIA. If you're getting a GIA and it's a half GIA, there's something wrong with that stone. What that means is that it's an I1, an I2, SI. There is lots of inclusions, and they don't want to show you that it's where the inclusions are. It's not an investment grade. For every 10,000 carats of white stone mined, as an example, only one carat is colored. It doesn't mean it's an investment grade. To get a one carat vivid, internally flawless, you've got to mine a million carats of white. So this is how rare these diamonds are. We go out of our way. As I said, I just bought in a package of nine diamonds. I was showed, shown rather, probably through my agent out of New York, the, you know, in Tel Aviv, probably 75 diamonds. Out of those 75 diamonds, only nine met our criteria. Guess what? Somebody else bought those other 60 right. diamonds. So whatever you hear, whatever people are pitching you, make sure you have a GIA. We give you an independent appraisal. You also need an outlet to resell that product. There are people out there who say, yeah, we'll sell you a diamond, and then ask them the magic question, well, how do I sell it? And I said, well, we don't buy diamonds back. We only sell diamonds. Well, we're happy to be able to take that diamond back somewhere in the future from you, give you a great profit, Put it on our website. Darren, why don't you give some information on that? Well, when it comes to selling, I mean, first off, we're proud to do it because it's a diamond that we brought to the client to begin with. But barring that, the process is exclusive to Guildhall. It involves so many different uh, approaches to selling the diamond. Some of it is direct targeting to a specific clientele who have been shopping for a specific type of diamond. We geo-target certain regions of the world depending on the type of color and the size of stone. There is always affiliations with other alliances that we have to take that to the next level. If it's a large diamond, we're talking 10 plus carats, maybe we want to affiliate with some of our colleagues at some of the large auction houses. There are many avenues that we use, but generally speaking, we enter into a very exclusive minimum three-month agreement with a client, and uh, we market that stone on their behalf. And this is unlike anywhere else in the world. It's not done this way. Most people have a single-prong approach, and that's either to just go back to their client base or maybe just uh, to try their own personal auction house, which is a ridiculously silly way to sell it uh, because you're not getting a big audience, and there's no guarantee of that. But really, when you come to, to selling that stone, you want to realize as much profit as possible. So you want to avoid letting other people take a piece here and a piece there and bringing it back to Guildhall. We want to sell that diamond for you when the time is right. But of course, the key to making money in colored diamonds is you have to hold the diamond for a good amount of time. There are two. It is a two-tier market in a way that if you buy a million-dollar diamond, that diamond's moving up 30%, 40% a year. Well, you can turn around and start to sell that diamond, shop it around six months after owning it. But for most people who are buying a diamond for $100,000 or less, you're going to want to hold on to that diamond for at least four to five years plus to really see gains that you're going to be extremely happy with. This is a type of market that is a long-term market, unlike silver and gold where it could take off and, and, and do really, really well really, really quickly. You're, you're, instead of taking the volatility, you're taking the slow build. But because these diamonds are in such high demand, you're getting those great returns year in, year out. We look at appraisals. All of the appraisals across the board continue to move up. These are independent appraisals, too. It's not that, uh, you know, we don't appraise these diamonds ourselves. We go out, get an independent appraisal, and we see time and time and time again the, t the quality of diamonds that we're procuring are continuing to rise in value. As opposed to most people who buy a diamond, they're not buying it for investment purposes. 20 years down the road, it hasn't moved up a dollar. They get what they paid for it. That's not what we're looking to do. That's why we own all the diamonds. We go out on a limb and say, I'm willing to own this diamond. It's a money maker. Whether you buy it today or whether someone else buys it next year, 
we're all making money along the way. So uh, we do have that that resale program. But I just wanted to add to what Darren was saying. We don't buy diamonds from individuals. We need to maintain a chain of integrity. The diamond dealers, cutters that we utilize, um, they comply with ethics standards in the U.S. and in Europe, and we can't afford to buy outside of that chain of integrity. Who do you have on your staff that's going to be uh, looking at these diamonds? Or when, when Paul goes and gets nine diamonds out of 60, who's the, who's well, the pro the, on staff? The, the first uh, batter up mm-hmm. is my daughter, Nicole. I right. mean, she's a GIA diamond graduate, extremely knowledgeable. She's taken courses, done courses in New York, uh, looks at the diamonds and tells me, bef- you know, because I get GIAs before I start, she, you know, knocks out 70, 80% of them because they just don't meet the criteria. Um, but she understands the market and she knows every diamond that we sell, somewhere down the road, we're going to get that diamond back. We're happy to get that diamond back. We're lacking, we're lacking real estate. You know, if I've sold you a house and I know that house is in a great area, it's in near schools, it's near churches, it's near, you know, sports centers and everything easy to get to and I know I can sell that over and over I'm always going to have somebody looking for that property and it's the same thing with a natural fancy color diamond and we also have you know the ability to 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 go out and promote that diamond we spend hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on advertising a chorus radio alone uh, we're probably a very good client. We've been on the air a long time, and we spend a lot of money on advertising, bringing in new new clients, educating people. We do we put seminars on every four four weeks, six weeks, and a lot of people come to those seminars. We'll take a short break and recap everything very shortly. Whether it's natural fancy colored diamonds or gold and silver, the number is one eight seven seven eight silver and therealmoneyshow dot com. And back into more of The Real Money Show, the number to invest is one eight seven seven eight silver If you don't have the little numbers or letters on your phone, it's one eight seven seven eight seven four five eight three seven. The website, therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, you can check out old shows, send emails, ask questions. We get to those. And sign up for the Precious Metals Advisor written by Darren, our man. Tell us uh, another way of how to get your hands on some uh, some precious metals, my friend. Well, first you call the number, you touch base with us, and you have three options, John. Very simple. You can come in and take some product home with you. That's easy to do. Number two, if you're not looking to have a wheelbarrow to cart around 1,000 ounces of silver, which is about 65 pounds or a small child, then open up an account with Guildhall. You have two choices, two different types of accounts. One is a depository account, and you can have that product stored locally. You can visit the product. You can add to the product, subtract from the product. It's there. And also you can have it titled and you can have the serial numbers too. There's lots of options. It's insured and it's one of the best storage facilities in the world. It's second to none in terms of the offering. And the third option is to clutchly finance something. So in that example, let's say I wanted to own $100,000 worth of silver. I have option one, which is to lay out my $100,000. And that's fine. Many people do that. But the other option is I could use collateral financing and allow myself only to put up as little as 20%. So in that example, instead of laying out $100,000, i am going to hold back $80,000. Now I get $100,000 worth of silver. I get to make the decisions on it with the team at Guildhall helping me along the way. I'm going to benefit from the gains going forward. So if I get a $10 move and I have $20,000 worth of silver, which is about, give or take, about 2,500 ounces of silver, I'm going to get a $25,000 return just like I would if I invested $100,000. But instead of putting out $100,000, I only laid out $20,000. Now, that is not for everybody. It implies that if you're going to use this method, you have the $100,000 to spend. But you can start smaller. Of course, you can start with 1,000 ounces. That is an $8,000 investment, and you can get into the market. It involves a one-time commission so that if you would like to buy and sell that product, you're able to do so without any further commissions. And from a moving forward standpoint, if you get even an $8, $9 move, you've literally doubled your money. And in this market, an $8 or $9 move takes us to $28 or $29 an ounce in silver. That's nothing compared to where it's heading. So this could be another way somebody could make really nice return investing in silver. You know, I, I've noticed the last uh, week they've had no news on CNN. Uh, it's only been about the Malaysian airliner, which is fine. Although on, on a critical note, they won't. Uh, they don't even talk about the families. They don't even talk about anyone on board. It's just we hear a ping, and 
there's still stuff going on in the Ukraine. There's still stuff going on in Europe. There's still stuff going on all around the world. They won't talk about the financial state of, of things. And I think it's important that people start to, to obviously find an alternative news network that they're going to be able to see what, what's actually going on. And I think that as people start to see the different headlines out there and the trouble that the U.S. is in in terms of their currency, in terms of their debts, in terms of their relations and, and policies around the globe, you have to ask yourself, do, are you confident that the U.S. dollar is going to reign supreme over the next 10, 15, 20 years? Are you confident that the debts are going to be eradicated or controlled in the next 10, 15 years? Are you certain that inflation is going to be under control and that your expenses aren't going to go up over the next 10, 15, 20 years? If you're confident about that, then, you know, it's okay. Maybe you're uninformed. Maybe you're apathetic. Not sure. But if you're concerned with those things, you have to start looking for alternatives. Gold and silver have been, specifically gold, has been probably one of the number one investment uh, returns in the 21st century when you compare it at thirty at $25 an ounce back in 1910 to $1,300 an ounce at the turn of the century, or sorry, 250 at the turn of the century, and then to now it's at $1,300 an ounce. That's incredible gains in an investment. So it's, it's important to look at your options, understand the fundamentals, and yes, maybe 10% in your portfolio can do, a, can do a lot of good over time. Maybe you want to control that over time. Maybe as the market moves up, that 10% becomes 30% because so, gold and silver are doing so well. Well, now you've got an option to sell. So Guildhall will show you when's a good time to sell. We'll show you why we think you want to sell silver maybe at 50, maybe at 100, what circumstances will be about that you'd want to be looking to sell. What we want to show you is, the, is what options are out there, the fundamentals as to why we believe not just defensively but the opportunity to make money. We believe silver can go to triple digits. And we believe that there's a lot of money to be had, that 10% of the people are going to make 90% of the money. And it's your opportunity to, be, to have, that, to have your, your part of that wealth transfer. Jeremy touched on some very valid points there. And if you look at the near term, in the last 10, 12 years that this bull market has been going, gold is up over 300%. It's averaging near 30% per year or more. Do you own some? Do you own a lot? And the answer for most people is no. Because less than 3% of the public own gold and silver. That, my friends, is not a bubble. In the last 100 years, there have been four bull markets. And in all of those bull markets, the participation rate has been above 20%. We are not seeing that right now. And if you knock on the door of your closest nine neighbors, they don't own gold or silver. This is the time to buy it. This is the time to own it. Silver's in the same boat. It's up about 33% year over year since we've been doing this. Most people don't realize that because they're looking at a very small snapshot. Now, if you look at what's happening in the rest of the market, we've already told you about what we think is occurring. The underpinnings of a stock market breakdown are set in motion. The rich are getting out of the market. The people who own the companies are selling their stock. And people are moving to alternative investments. They're doing it overseas. They're trying to shelter money. We're just suggesting that... You get in the game as well. But the real thing to do is own hard assets here in Canada. And the interesting thing as well, um, we're talking about, let's talk about hard assets. Um, in 1971, when Nixon took off the gold standard, mm -hmm. silver was, gold was trading at $35 an ounce. Single family home in Ontario or in Toronto was $44,000, give or take. Today, that single family home is worth $440,000. But back... In 1971, it would have taken 1,257 ounces of gold at $35 an ounce to buy that home. Today, that house is worth 440000 It would only cost you 333 ounces of gold. But that 1,257 ounces of gold, the original outlay at $35, today is worth 1,659,000 versus 440. That's three times the value of the property. So again, for all those people that love real estate, it's an easy investment. You buy a condo, you put some money down, and you hope you're going to flip it. But in between that, you're worrying about tenants and running around with a plunger in your hand fixing problems. Gold is an unbelievable investment in the long term. As I said earlier, you don't day trade your house. You don't have to day trade gold. All you have to do is sit on it, and you will make nothing but money.
It's it's the bedrock of a portfolio. It, it's an it's a hard asset. It's it's a cumulative wealth. Yes, it moves up and down, but clearly, if you look at uh, a hundred year span, it does nothing but move up in the in one direction. Um, last ten years have been phenomenal for gold. Yep, couple couple bad years where it hasn't done a whole lot. But there's a lot at there's a lot at stake here. There's the U.S. dollar versus gold, and whichever currency turns around and says we're going to partially or fully back our currency with gold is going to be the winner at the end of the day. And this is what we're seeing as a clash right now is is very much the U.S. dollar um, dominance versus gold. And I think that whoever comes out at the end saying that we're going to back with gold is going to be the next dominant player for the reserve currency. Well, the other so. thing is as well, the U.S. dollar was backed by gold. Fort Knox supposed to have all the gold in Fort Knox. Fort Knox hasn't had an audit in how many years? 50 Since years? the 50s. Since the 50s. Empty boxes and pallets, probably. All the gold's been taken out, leased out, rented out, sold to keep, you know, it's like a juggler with all the balls in the air. Sooner or later, these balls are going to drop. And when it does drop everything's going to go to hell in a bucket. You know what? The thing is that both of these fellows touched on is that the p- purchasing power is dropping. And when we look ahead, we're watching these things. Stay tuned because we're going to be doing shows coming up on inflation. But when you look at the purchasing power, let me explain it to you this way and the reason why you should have gold and silver. The pumps today, it was $1.35 per litre for gas. In 2008, $150 a barrel oil. We were screaming mad, running on the nightly news, telling everybody we could that we were being gouged for oil and gas to put in our cars. 2014, it doesn't happen. The price per liter is the exact same as it was in 2008, but the barrel per oil, the barrel of oil now costs about 30, 40% less. That's hidden inflation. It's eating away at your pocket. We're not making more money. We think we are maybe, but we're not, and you need to own hard assets to offset that effect. And what the easiest way to do it is to add gold, silver, and fancy colored exa- diamonds. What about the example of the three dimes? Well, again, it's another perfect example. If that example didn't convey it to you, think of this. In 1964, they used to have coinage in the U.S. and in Canada that had silver in it. Three U.S. dimes were made of 90% silver, and three U.S. dimes back then would buy you one gallon of gas. If you fast forward to today, 2014, please think for a moment what you could buy with those three dimes. It's literally nothing, a piece of candy. But if I take the silver out of those three dimes, it still buys me not only a gallon of gas, but more than a gallon of gas. So silver does hold its purchasing power over long periods of time. And anybody that tells you otherwise does not know what history has taught us. History is repeating itself. Gold and silver are going astronomically high. And it's important for people to be on this bandwagon. Now, we've done a really good show today. We do want to make note of one thing. Uh, We all want to have condolences passed out to the Flaherty family this week on the passing of Jim Flaherty, our former finance minister. It was a very saddening uh, situation to see that happen. We want to wish the best to everybody involved in that. Everybody, please go to Guildhall Diamonds. Look at our website. We have the biggest selection of natural fancy colored diamonds, especially yellows, internally flawless. Our pinks are all VS quality. Every diamond comes with an NC... We belong to the NCDIA, but every diamond comes with a GIA, which is a Gemology Institute of America. That is the certification of the diamond. We also have an independent appraisal, and we show our prices on the website. Nobody shows their prices of their diamonds because they're scared. They love to go to our website, look at our diamonds, say, we can do that cheaper. Guess what? It's all about quality. It's like real estate. It's location, location, location. With us, it's quality, quality, quality. We only sell the best, so therefore we're happy sometime in the future. When you want to sell that diamond, we're happy to take it back. Lots of great information here, lots to take in, but it starts with that first step in making that first purchase. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver therealmoneyshow.com. While you're there, take advantage of the Precious Metals Advisor. Sign up for the 10-step program as well to be the buying guide. Get you in both some fancy colored diamonds and some gold and silver. We'll join you next week, uh, same time, right here for more of The Real Money Show.